Hello there and welcome to this new episode of the Unmasked Podcast. My name is Andy and for this first audio episode I am joined by someone who I know a little bit. <laughs> I know you a little bit. And uh, that is my fiance, Nicola. Hello. Hello. How are you getting on? Okay. Good, good. Um, so, how come it's an audio episode, Nicola? <laughs> because I've got a spotty face. She's got a spotty face, ladies and gentlemen. And, you know, I, I said we could just do it on camera. Like, no one's going to be... Um, too bothered about it but you were like no you were i'm bothered about it well you're yeah you're bothered and i i, I care about things that you are bothered with <laughs> so um as i think i've already said this already you're my fiance yeah and i've known you for quite a while seven years yeah yeah but um because I haven't really featured you on the channel for a long time. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, my name's Nicola and I'm a Sagittarius. <laughs> 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 I like long walks on the beach. No, um, I don't know. I'm just me. They, I, don't I don't know. What, what, what do you like? I like The Sims. I like books. I like The Vampire Diaries. The originals. The originals. I'm quite into that kind of genre, I suppose, of like, sort of like mythological sort of creatures and stuff. Mm. I just find it fascinating that stories about vampires and like werewolves and witches and stuff have been told for centuries. Like, I'm kind of into that kind of stuff. Mm. It's like, where did it all come from? Like, there must have been something from where it originated. Yeah. Besides being my fiance, you're a working person. Yeah. Your work and uh, all of that lovely stuff. But I guess my next question, which is a question that I'm asking all of my guests, mm. what is your special interest? What is your like favourite hobby? Um, don't really have hobby as such. You don't really. I have don't a really hobby. like play like an instrument. I don't really do like artsy stuff. I haven't read in a long time. I suppose the only thing I could class as a hobby is The Sims. I was going to say, you know quite a lot about The Sims, and uh, I remember a time when you were trying to get me into The Sims, being like, oh, Andy, you can make your, you can make your own family, and you can, uh, you can, I don't know, you can, you can make them die and stuff. <laughs> you can get the Grim Reaper out and cause havoc. And you can put up walls around the pool while someone's swimming around it. And it's just like, yeah. what are you... The, no, see, no. Yeah, but the thing is, the Sims, yeah, you can do stuff there, like but I like more doing, like, the challenges and stuff that people in the Sim community create. So there's stuff, like, you can do, like, a 100 baby challenge, so you have to have a 100 babies with 100 different people. And it's, like, quite complicated because obviously there's, like, different criteria you have to meet mm. and stuff. And then there's, like... My, my personal favourite one to do is Rags to Riches, but only because in The Sims 4 it is so easy to make money in The Sims 4 without having to get a job, but yeah, it's like a sort of... St I'm one of these people that like I'll spend forever creating a really beautiful sim and I'll design a really beautiful house. I could literally spend five hours altogether creating a sim in a house and then 
go right well I don't really have time to play then the next time I go to play I'm like mm, I don't really want to play with that sim so I delete the file and start a new one. I was gonna say this happens all of the time guys like um I'll see her playing on on the sims just doing her thing on the sims and then I don't know the next time she goes on the sims I don't know I'll see her make a new person off just completely off the bat I'm like why are you making a new person you've already made one. I got bored about one I want to make a new one. I feel like because you've got so much you can do in it, I kind of want to do everything at the same time. So I kind of find it hard to stick with just, say for instance, doing the culinary career. Like I get so far through and I'm like, right, right. You're I, bored. I'm kind of bored that yeah. I want to try the astronaut career. So I'll start doing that. And then it's like, oh wait, no, I want to be a doctor. So I'll just keep like making new <laughs> sims. Oh, uh, oh, um, actually quick question. Mm. Um, how do you feel about the Star Wars expansion? Um, personally I wouldn't go out and buy it. I mean there's a few packs I haven't bought simply because I've looked at the content and what you get from it and I'm like either it's not an enough for the price you're paying or it's just something that doesn't interest me because the Star Wars pack is essentially gonna be Lightsabers. Sort of like, it's like sort of like a kind of like you, you it's like you've got the freedom to do what you want but at the same time it's like if you want to play it properly, there's like it's a bit like a quest sort of thing. So you've got to like do certain things and meet certain people, and, mm. and it's just a bit like that doesn't interest me. I like the freedom to do what I want. It's the same reason I never bought the Strangerville pack because you follow a like sort of like a storyline of trying to find out why people are being possessed, um, trying to unlock like the government, the the military secrets and stuff, and then finding the mother plant and killing the mother plant, and then it's just like. It's just a whole, it's a whole thing. Yeah, I'd rather just, I'm not that kind of player of The Sims. I know some people are, but I'd rather make random people and just play out whatever I want. Well, that was, that was probably the polite answer. Mm. That was, uh, I remember when you told me about the Star Wars expansion pack, we, we were in bed and like, Andy, Andy, because I was watching, I was watching something on Netflix or something like that and you were like, Andy and Andy. I was like, what? And you were like, they're... They're doing an expansion pack of Star Wars on The Sims. This is disappointing or something, something well, like that. Well, it, it kind of was because people were expecting something different because, like, they usually do, like, a thing where you, they have the community vote on certain things mm -hmm. and then they make certain things that were voted on into a pack. Like, everyone was complaining that the Nifty Knitting Pack because it was about knitting and it was, like, stuff and people were just like, oh, that's kind of boring. But people forget that they did put out a voting panel and some of the things you could have voted on were a lot better than knitting, but people chose knitting, but you could have had, like, a Ghostbusters career kind of thing. Mm. There was stuff to do around becoming actually becoming the Grim Reaper. And then there was, like, haunted mansion-like type ones and stuff, but people chose the knitting ones, then they complained because they got the knitting pack. But I think it's just, I don't know, like, a lot of people in the community, like, the simple things that they, they want from EA to do in The Sims, so they want them to put in uh, bunk beds, they want them to put in, like, more interactions with uh, babies and stuff like that, give toddlers a bit more of a purpose, and it's just like, but they just sort of don't do that. Yeah. And it's like, then they just, like, team up with Star Wars and bring out a Star Wars pack, and I think a lot of people in the Sims community are very, very annoyed by it because it's like, it's not necessarily something that it's going to please everyone. It kind of just seems a bit like a money grab. Well, I'm just going to, I'm just going to say it probably was, but to be fair, uh, Star Wars is obviously, you know, 
um, it's a massive franchise. Mass, massive fran- yeah, massive franchise, yeah. and obviously. I know it's popular, I and mean, there is some people out there that will like The Sims and Star Wars, and it's like the best thing for dream come true for them. Yeah, but... and, and plus to be and plus to be fair, I think EA, EA over the last couple of years as well have put out some really good, really good games. Mm. Like with the Star Wars brand, I mean, Fallen Order was actually quite a good one. But actually, um, one of the reasons why I wanted to ask you on was because I did a live stream a few weeks ago. Mm. You were basically saying to saying to people that were on the stream, "Oh, who would want me on a, a video or a podcast episode?" And those people were just like, "Yeah, yeah." But people wanted the conspiracies. I don't know. I, I've been thinking about that actually, because um, obviously, I, uh, this podcast is really new to me. This is actually the second call I've ever done, and um, I am actually thinking about something, but. I'll probably I'll more likely be 2021 at this point mm-hmm. you know we've got a lot to go through anyway uh, today <laughs> so how did we meet what context like where or like no how we got talking how we got how we got talking you know start start um, at the, start at the precipice start at the juiciest part of the story well, you know we first started talking online mm-hmm. and then we were like we should meet up and then it was a case of you came to Durham. Yeah. And I waited for you in the bus station for like three hours. Because <laughs> you got on the wrong bus and were late. Right. I'm just going to say this now for the, rec- for the record. It wasn't three hours. It was, it, felt... more, it was more likely one or two. I can't remember. It felt like three hours because it was freezing cold. Yeah. We're going to get into that. But I wanted to ask you... You know, when you um, first saw me online, what did you actually think of me? Because I'm gonna give my, I'm gonna say what what I what I thought. Like, what attracted you to me? Well, one because you came came up in my top ten match results, but also the fact that I saw you with a guitar, and mm-hmm. and I, I think. Like, I never really thought I had a type, but I guess musicians are my type. (laughs) I like someone that has some sort of skill where they can create something, whether it's Mm. musically or artistically or, like... What would, what would, well, what would, what I've been doing over the last four years or so. Yeah, like, people that can express themselves. I think that's kind of... Your thing. My thing, yeah. I'll tell you how I first came across you. Um, I was actually at my friend Jack's house, um, and I don't know. I was just online one day, came across uh, came across you. I uh, started reading your uh, bio. You were talking about how you were like into Foo Fighters. I can't remember what else. I think Panic at the Disco was on there as well. Mm. And I was like, oh, this she sounds really really cool. She kind of seems like uh, you know, kind of on my level really. But then I saw your job description at the time, <laughs> right. right, right, and um, obviously because everyone knows I'm or, uh, I'm autistic and stuff, I do get fixated on on things, and you know whatever my fixation is, that is the thing that I'm going to go for, and like my fixation for like the past two years prior was Subway. I absolutely loved going to Subway, right, right, like college. Uh, like I, I was, because I was going to college at the time before we met. Like this was twenty thirteen when we met. Like I loved going to Subway, and I saw that your your job type was sandwich artist, and I was like, that sounds intriguing. I want to know more about this person because like all the rest of them were like admin 
office worker, a veterinarian. <laughs> See, people always like laugh when you say like your job role when you work at Subway. Like, oh, so you you work at Subway? So like, what do you do? Like, are you just like a team member or whatever? You're like, no, I'm a sandwich artist. <laughs> yeah, but it just it sounded really intriguing to me. So I was just like, oh, I'm gonna message this person see what happens. So we got chatting, and I think it was fair to say that you know we just I don't know we just gone. Mm. I guess. Yeah. And um, I, th I think that's the thing for anyone who's like looking for um, someone, I guess, you know, finding uh, that someone can obviously be difficult at times. But I think it's just about like just trying to find a mutual connection with someone or something that you find interesting with the, with the person. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's nice that you have, like, for us, we have certain interests that we both like, but then we also have our completely different interests. Yeah. So it gives us that separation of, well, I can do this thing because it's my thing, and I know you're not interested in it, but, like, it's like, this is my time and my thing, and this is what I'll do. Just like you have your own thing, where you will go do, like, for instance, you'll watch stuff on Netflix that I don't particularly enjoy, and I'll watch stuff on Netflix that you don't particularly enjoy, but then yeah. we come together and we have those mutual shows or mutual films that we will watch together. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I guess it's more I'm interested in the person and for me like I was interested in you and wanted to know more about you mm. which led us to the infamous first date where I arrived like late, late like <laughs> really really late basically I was out at a party the night before mm. and I, I was told to go to Durham so basically I ended up getting like two buses and the, the bus that took me to Durham it took me around all of the villages now if you live in the northeast and you know there's like a bus from like Newcastle goes to like the metro center and it goes to like Durham I don't know if it's still operation now but that bus it goes all around the world I got on that bus thinking oh, I'll be there in like half an hour half an hour <laughs> what were you gonna say yeah but like there's different buses like there's a more direct bus from Newcastle to Durham which yeah, yeah fair enough it stops off at like Gateshead and Chelsea Street but it's pretty much straight there about an, about 40 minutes, but it's a case of you literally went, didn't you literally go to Newcastle to change buses, in Newcastle to change buses? Uh, no, um, I was, uh, where my friends said I got a bus from there to uh, the metro centre, because it was the nearest place, because uh... it took longer, it took longer to get from my friend's place back to Newcastle than it would have done if I just went to the metro centre, so I thought, me being intelligent, I'll, I'll, go, I'll get myself to the metro centre and uh, get a bus to Durham. I thought it would be easy. Yeah. But, um, no, I was late. And, uh, <laughs> basically I arrived late. You, you still waited for me, surprisingly. To be honest, I thought, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt and I'll wait. And then it got to like the hour mark and I was like, I think you might just be taking the piss and you're not actually going to come to meet me. Yeah. So there was a point where I was de debating whether to get on the bus and just go home. But obviously you were still texting us and you were like, no, I'm like, I'm on my way, I'm nearly there, blah, blah. So I waited a bit longer mm -hmm. and then you finally turned up. <laughs> After you waited around for me, luckily, we ended up having our first date. Now, just to say, we didn't plan it really. We just sort of just metal yeah um like i know some people are very much oh first that you should go to the cinema or go for coffee well at the time there wasn't a cinema in durham now there is yeah <laughs> uh, and also the other thing i found out is that you're not a tea or coffee drinker 
no I don't really like tea or coffee I mean we could have gone somewhere and I could have got a cold drink but it's just like I, don't know, I just don't like the whole cliche of sitting in a coffee awkwardly trying to get to know someone I just thought it would be better if we just sort of went for a walk and chatted because mm -hmm. Durham is a nice place to walk around it especially is, down lovely. beside the river and up past the cathedral and stuff it is it's lovely I just think you get to know someone I feel like people will get are probably more comfortable when they've got other things to distract them rather than sitting face to face with someone in a coffee shop yeah, trying yeah. to like explain your life story without sounding like a creep <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean though like you don't really want to sit like I think it's like because uh, I'm an awkward person anyway like I wouldn't want to sit in front of someone have someone sit in front of me when I don't know who they are and be like so what what do you like because <laughs> then it's like oh I, I, I don't no, I don't. I don't. I, like, you just get to that awkward stage of like, mmm. It's like, mmm, what, what are we going to do? But at least if you're like out and walking about, you can be like, oh, the cathedral's nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, I like that. Oh, so like, do you like this? And you're like, yeah. And it's, I feel like the conversation kind of flows more naturally. Yeah, it, it definitely does. Um, but what we did though, we ended up just sitting by the riverside. Because uh, there's actually a walk that you can do by the river. It actually, you know, it can actually take you up to the cathedral and stuff. I never actually went to the cathedral that day. No, no, we just stayed down by the riverside. Yeah, literally just stayed by the riverside for... A couple hours. Oh, no, it was more than that. It was like, it was like four or five hours. Because mm. It was four or five hours, I remember, because um, by the time I was getting back on the same bus that I, came, that I got... To come down, you know, the one that went all around the world. Mm. Um, it was getting dark by that point. I think it was fair to say that we had a good a, a good time. We got a chat and you know just do whatever couples do. Well, well, uh, prospective, future potential things people getting together would do. And then um, met up a few times after that. Uh, I showed you around Newcastle because you mm -hmm. had never actually came to. Well, we never. You... I've been to like the arena. Oh yeah. But I've never actually been into Newcastle. Never been in the city centre before. Whereas, um, even though I'm on the spectrum and uh, you know crowds are not something that I'm particularly fond of, I was going to college at uh, New. Um, what was it called? Newcastle College. I don't know why I kind of <laughs> forgot the name I think of the you place. Were think, I think you were thinking of Newcastle Uni, and then you were like, "Oh wait, no, it wasn't Uni." <laughs> I've never been to uni in my life. I, I think it was nice. It was nice actually because I could actually show you something new mm -hmm. as well. And um, they kind of show you like, I guess how confident socially I was, I think. Because you were less confident than me. Bas basically when I was uh, going to college, I, f I felt like I was kind of like the bee's knees. Mm. When did I actually tell you I was autistic? I can't actually remember. Was it the first day? No. No? No, it definitely wasn't on the first date. I'm pretty sure you didn't tell us. Like, you asked me, like, officially to be a girlfriend. And I think it was, like, a few weeks after that, maybe, like, the second or third time after, like, date after that, that you sort of brought it up. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, okay, cool. <laughs> I think that's the thing is, as well, guys. Um, uh, prior to that, I never actually, dis like, really disclosed to anyone. I think when you felt like it was getting, like the relationship was getting a bit more serious, I think that's when you thought, well, we'll best tell you now. <laughs> yeah, because at the time I kind of felt like, uh, well, people who watch my channel 
Uh, it's linked down below if anyone um, wants to watch the videos and stuff. But like on previous videos and stuff. Well, actually, the one in September actually talked about accepting then a diagnosis. I kind of said, oh, it's it wasn't something that I thought was a good thing to talk about. But uh, I brought it up because I kind of because we've gotten to that point where I was like past the month and like I hadn't actually been with anyone more than longer than a month because mm -hmm. like I don't know, just didn't it just never worked out really. But I kind of told you, and you were like, oh, that's cool. I was just like, oh, what? So I'm, I'm, you're not going to um, chuck us out the window <laughs> or something. No. But I was so surprised. I was so surprised. I at, think um... as well, it depends on how people are brought up. Like, for me, like with my mum and that, like, she's quite a very open-minded sort of person. It's always like, mm. just accept people for whatever, who cares, like, doesn't matter if, the gay, straight, bi, they've got a disability, they haven't got a disability, it doesn't matter if they're a Christian, they're Jewish, they're it doesn't matter who they are, who they yeah. are as, as such, as long as they're a decent person, like, who gives the crap what people think? <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. But, um, yeah, no, so, actually, 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 to bring it back a little bit, obviously I told you I was autistic mm -hmm. after I told you, after I asked you to be my my girlfriend, my GF, my, you know, just, you know, person I'm going to spend all of my time with and forget all of my friends. Yeah. Um, that, that, doesn't, that does not happen, by the way, you know, um, if, you, if you get into a relationship, talk to, keep talking to your friends, it's all good. It's about finding a balance between friendship and your relationship. Because yeah. I think, like, if when you first start off in a relationship, it is a bit, like, it can be kind of intense, especially if it's, like, your first proper relationship, because it's, like, you do want to spend all your time with that person, you always want to be around that person, but I think you both need breathing space, because you need a chance to miss each other. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Do you want to reminisce about when I asked you out? Like, when... Can you remember anything from it? Like, when I asked you out to be my... GF. Well, I remember we were in Newcastle and we were in the Weatherspoons. Yeah, so I was going to ask you out and I didn't know how to do it. So I said, Nicola, and this is 100% what I said. I don't remember a lot of things, I'm terrible, but this is exactly what I said. Nicola, hypothetically, <laughs> if I asked you to be my girlfriend, would you say yes? And you said yes. And then I said, unhypothetically, <laughs> if I asked you to be my girlfriend, would you say yes? And you obviously said yes. Yeah. Because I, I, I'm not the sort of person that likes rejection. I think. <laughs> so I wanted to go with hypothetically first. So it, it, it kind of like alluded you to the idea of what I was going to ask. Because mm -hmm. that's just how my brain works. <laughs> that is literally how my brain works. But, um, yeah, no, so that's how I asked you out, and seven years later, we're still, <laughs> we're still together. Well, we're uh, engaged. Ah, uh, yes, that's true, we are engaged. We, we would have been married for the second time on Friday gone. Yes, uh, just for, just so people are aware, we're recording this on the 20th of September, so Friday, we should have uh, been, <laughs> we should have been married for the second time. Yeah. Oh, God, you know. Oh, but never mind. Third time's the charm. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And if not, we're just going to elope, keep the money that we saved and just, I don't know, spend it on stuff we want. <laughs> <laughs>
But um, just to close off this point, I guess, about uh, date, I guess dating and asking someone out, I guess, I guess for me, from my perspective, I think it's just obviously about finding per finding a finding a person that you just. Preferably. I, 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 I mean, I mean, you could date a tree. I mean, you know, there's. I mean, not, each their own, but. I mean, that's hip. <laughs> that's cool. Finding the person that you find find common ground with, and you know, all of that jazzy stuff, really. Um, what else would you say uh, about? Uh, Dating because we didn't date for very long. I, I was very much convinced that you know, you know that you were the person I wanted to be with. I suppose you just do what's right for you. You want to go on and you want to go on fifty dates with someone before you decide you want to be with them. Fair dues. Mm -hmm. If you want to go on three dates with someone and you think actually I kind of feel like this is gonna work. We seem to have a bit in common. Blah blah blah. Then ask them out. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Each to their own. Yeah. No, that's no, that's fair enough. And I guess, I guess with relationships and stuff. I mean, I hadn't been in like a proper serious relationship before meeting you, and like, well, I'm just, I'm still here seven years later. To be honest, like, I feel like with just um, advice and stuff, you can have all the advice in the world, but you know, you still might not get anywhere. Mm. I think. For me, I just had I had to learn as you went. As I went, yeah, li like quite literally. I think that's something just to keep in mind, you know. And I think you learn a lot as well because of it. Yeah. That's what I. That's what I think anyway. And you've, I think, some you've got to accept as well that sometimes you just are people just aren't compatible. Mm. So like after a few dates, if you think mm, no, I don't kind of like you as a. Per well, not so much that like you don't like them as a person, but you just don't think they're right for you. And, and like a romantic sense. Yeah, then it's probably best to be honest and kind of try and dr drag it out because you're just going to end up being unhappy in the end. Yeah, I suppose that's true. But also, don't give up as well, you know. Uh, keep on going and there is someone out there for everyone. That's mm -hmm. what I, I genuinely believe that. Yeah. I, I don't believe in the one. I think that, that I think, you know. I think you can have multiple ones because it's like, a, it's like, I believe that in stuff like, in soulmates and stuff, but I don't feel like soulmates have to be romantic. You can have a friend who's your soulmate. You could have a parent yeah. who's a soulmate or a sibling that you feel like is your soulmate. It doesn't have to be a romantical notion. Mm. Just like with the one, I feel like you can meet you could have many epic loves in your life, in a sense. Like, you could be madly in love with someone and that relationship might only last a year, but yeah. you've had such good time, you had such great energy with that person, but it's just, it didn't work out. And then you thought that you could meet someone else and you could be with them for a year or two, and again, you have such great energy, you feel so compatible, but there's just something that just doesn't connect, and then you move on to someone else. Yeah, no, I think that's a really great point. That's a really great point. But now... For the moment, because we're going to, I want to talk about the wedding stuff, but I want to talk about the next little part of the podcast. I wanted to introduce a section which you came to me with, and that is what grinds our gears. Oh my god, yes. 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 Do you remember yes. this? Yes, queen. <laughs> <laughs> right. So what grinds your gears, Andy? Oh, right. What grinds my gears? Um, the first thing I've got down on my list is shopping. 
Specifically food shopping. Oh yeah. The reason why this grinds my gears is because obviously you go in a supermarket or whatever for a purpose. You go in there to shop and get the things that you need and then get out of there, pay for it, all of that lovely stuff. That That is the sole purpose of why they are there. Mm -hmm. People have this thing where they'll socialise in supermarkets and with like their trolleys, they'll take up an entire aisle with their shopping trolleys and you want to get past them but they're like, oh, oh, the bread is stale or you know, they, they just talk about their curtains and like, oh, I put up new curtains on Friday and it looks delightful <laughs> with my, with my bonfire extravaganza wallpaper. I don't, I don't know what I'm I talking about. Like in some people just don't have a sense of others. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people are just like they see someone in the stop in the middle of the supermarket, so they're blocking the whole aisle off with the trolley and then the chat to their friend and it's a case of like obviously it's a if it's a bit different if you saw your friend, so you take your trolley to one side and you go, Eh, hi, how you doing? Like have your conversation, whatever that's fair, do at least you're not blocking the whole aisle, but Yeah, exactly. The reason why I grind my gears also is just is just the fact that Shops, well, supermarkets in particular, they move their stock all of the time. Mm, so it's like one day the bread's down aisle number two, the next couple weeks later you go in, it's down aisle number seven, and it's yeah. like, why do you do this? Yeah, exactly. Do you know what really grinds my gears, though? Going on the subject of supermarkets, mm -hmm. right? So there's been a. Um... Just for the audio <laughs> listeners, Nicola was. Uh... There was a hair. There was a that. hair and a hair and a tongue, so I got a quite <laughs> lovely visual. Yes, what grinds your gears, love? So, you know, we go to a supermarket, so, like, let's just say we're going to Asda, and they bring out a product, and it's like, I don't know, something pasta and sauce, and it's like the best thing you've ever tasted, and it's like your new obsession, and you love oh, it so yes, much. Yes, yes. And then after a few weeks, you can never find it again. And you always ask, <laughs> when are you getting this pasta in? And they always say, they've taken it off now. And it's oh. like, why? Because it wasn't in as high demand as the thought it was going to be. Well, Al, it was in demand for me. <laughs> I love that product. Why did you was, take it away? I was gonna, I was gonna say, do you, do you know what? Talking about the autism community, that's something that I see quite often. You know, um, like an autistic person will have um, like a safe food. Like mm. safe foods are actually a thing, right? Whether like a specific type of food or you know whatever, and then the company discontinues it or changes the formula so it's not exactly the same then obviously like the kid or the adult because adults have this as well i have this mm -hmm. if my like kind of food that i like has changed in some way it's just like no no you've just you've you've literally just ruined my like ruined my day but it's it is it's actually it's actually a thing that actually annoys me actually i didn't actually think about that yeah for me it's more like you find a product like a new product and you're so excited because you found you found something relatively new that you like Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, this is great. You really like it. You're gonna make it like a regular part of like your shopping, so you can have it like every week. And then it's just like, no, there wasn't enough demand for it, so they've removed it. And it's just like, well, that's not fair because I liked it. Just because other people haven't liked it doesn't mean that I shouldn't be able to have it. <laughs> <laughs> Even if they just yeah. brought a small amount of stock in every week and just kept just for me. Just for you. <laughs> just for you. I guess the other thing with um shopping as well for well for me anyway this is more of an autism thing for me uh, you obviously know about this it's like the aisles are so small mm, in some supermarkets yeah yeah and like they're quite 
they're quite busy. I remember um, Aldi is going to be my example. Sorry if people shop at Aldi, but this is it's just a personal thing. It's not a reflection of them as a brand or anything like that. But I can't shop at Aldi. Not the one in County Durham that where we live anyway. <laughs> yeah, I think we went with your mum one time. You and your mum have a thing about going to the shops together. Well, we used to. We used to, yeah. And, now she's got a boyfriend. She doesn't need me anymore. <laughs> Can I get on with my story, please? Yeah, Thank you. Uh, we went went to the shop, and you know, you and your mum were having your chat or whatever. Thursday, I'm thinking, how can you chat and shop? I just I don't understand that. But also, it was just really busy that day. People were just were just being just generally like the people that really grind my gears. So they were like blocking the aisles. People were like, you know, you'd say like, excuse me, can I get past? And they just wouldn't do it. And it's just like. We, like, I don't know, I, I don't know, like, can you just, can I just shop without the, just people being there, you know, and um, basically I, I got really stressed, I got really stressed out, didn't I, because, mm -hmm. like, like, I didn't really say much, I was just, I was, I was trying to avoid, like, chucking my Coca-Cola at someone's head, <laughs> but anyway, we left, we left the shop, and I was like, right, Nicola, I am not going back to Aldi ever again. <laughs> I'm never going back to Aldi ever again. I don't care how cheap it is or whatever, I'm, I'm not going back. Uh, so that's when we changed supermarkets to Lidl, and I prefer Lidl. To be fair, Lidl and Aldi, there's not much in the price difference anyway, except for like, obviously in Aldi you can get more branded, like, well-known products. Yeah. Where in Lidl you're getting like, all unbranded products, or you must have certain things on offer in there. Like obviously you can get like Pepsi and stuff, but yeah, but I I like I'll I was gonna say I like Aldi. I don't like Aldi. I like Lidl. I like Lidl because they've got like a fresh bakery section. So if we ever do like homemade soup, you get like the crusty bread from there. Yeah, and also I like Lidl because it's spacious. You can actually get around people. It's delightful. Yeah, it's absolutely. And plus they don't have I don't have blaring music on as well in the uh, in terms of lighting. Well, where we go. Mm -hmm. It's not too bad. It's it's actually quite nice. I feel like I'm the only girl in existence that absolutely hates going like shopping, shopping. You know when they people go to, like the metro centre, so they go out and go like all oh, the shops and go shopping. They can spend hours shopping. Like for me, if I'm going for a sole purpose, say I need to go get some new shoes. If mm. I'm literally only going to go to the shoe shops, I'm not going to go off and spend an hour in Primark. I'm not going to go off and spend half an hour in. WH Smiths. I'm not gonna go around looking at other things. If I'm going for shoes, I'm going for shoes. I want to be in, out, gone. Because for me, what I hate the most about shopping is the fact that, like, say for instance, you're walking down and someone's in front of you, yeah. they'll see something in the window that, that catches their interest, so they just stop, but then you practically walk into them. Oh god! And then they look at you like you're the. F oh, sorry. <laughs> they look at you like you're the idiot. And I'm just like, well, no, you're the one that just randomly stopped without any sort of warning. It's oh. like, I can't help the fact that you're, you saw something sparkly in the window, so you've decided to stop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, people like that. But to be fair, I, I do that sometimes, though. I'll, I'll be walking, and then I see something, and I'm like, ooh. Yeah, but normally, though, like, fair enough, everyone does it, but, like, you've got to be conscious of people around you. Like, for me, I wouldn't just randomly stop knowing that there was people walking behind me because it's just stupid because what you expect the cars are going to practically walk in here because they're not expecting you just to suddenly stop <laughs> true enough at least like try and move out like stand back and let them past 
or like move out the way so they can get around me. I wouldn't just mm. stand there in the middle of the shopping centre and stop and look at a window and it's just like, well, I would walk up to the window to look mm. or move back so we can get past. Like, you don't need to just stop. If you see us out in public, don't please stop. Don't stop. <laughs> just get out of our way. What, what else grinds your gears, love? There's a quite, not so much a controversial thing that grinds my gears, but it's more the fact that I know there's people out there with children that this is going to probably offend slightly. Right. And it's people that take pictures of their children oh every my God. single day and post them on the internet. Do, do, you know, do you know what? I'm just going to stop you there. That was on my list. Was it? <laughs> yeah, I'm done. Oh yeah, it was actually on my list. No, but, but like, you know what I mean, though? Like, Jonathan's uh, being popped out the room two seconds and he's already on Facebook. Like, I'm sorry, but give your kid, like, if you want to take per personal pictures for memories, that's all well and good, but you don't need to share them with every single person on your Facebook feed or your Instagram feed. Right, right, right. Maybe one to say, look, he's here, he's born, woo, congratulations. So people can say, crack, crack, congratulations. But it's like, okay, so it's day one. He's had 20 photos on Facebook today. Day two, he's two days old. Why do we need to see another 24 hours? He's three days old. Why do we need to see another, like... <laughs> just so, just so people who are listening to this are fully aware, we are not parents. No. We have not, obviously, um, gone through the process of... Um, of Having a child. I, I was actually going to say popping a child out. <laughs> But you wouldn't go through that process. I would go through that process. It's a process for me as it will be a process for me as well because I'd be there holding your hand and you'd like break my hand by going. Ah! <laughs> I want to. The thing is, I understand that people want to share photos of the kid. No, no, that's a th that's the thing. Yeah, say, I agree. Like, like especially if you've got family in like other countries or like up and down the country, like you want to be able to show them progress of the child. I yeah. get that, but there's a way, different ways and means to do it. I don't mind it when, like, don't get us wrong, there's people I know that have kids who post Facebook pictures or Instagram pictures of their kids, and yeah. it's okay if it's, like, the odd one every couple of weeks or so. I don't mind that. But what I hate is the fact that there's some, every day. some of them out there that post, like, six, seven, eight pictures a day of their kid. Like, I don't care if your kid's eating a bit of apple. <laughs> like, I really don't care. <laughs> It's a, it's a child, it's going to eat food. I don't care if your toddler's decided it's making babbly sounds, babies make babbly sounds. <laughs> Do you know um, what I mean though? Like I think there's yeah. certain things that should be kept private and if you want to collect photos and stuff and videos of your child, then that's down to you but you mm. don't need to share that with the whole world. Like nobody gives a flying monkeys if your Jonathan has decided he's going to take a bath tonight. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't need to see a picture of your child in the bath. Like, I don't. I was, I was just gonna, I was just gonna say, I personally feel really uncomfortable when um, a parent has decided to take a picture of their child and like, half naked and stuff. I, Unless obviously there's a there's a reason for it. Uh, I I know um, of an Insta of an Instagram page. Uh, they the kids uh, uh, got autism and ADHD, so they 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 don't wear a top because it's a it's a sensory issue for them. I don't mind. I don't mind. Yeah, that. it's I different. But the kids understand wearing, that. Yeah, but the kids wearing some clothes at least. It's when they're full on in the bath, and then they put like one of those emoji stickers over the private bits, and it's like you shouldn't be posting a picture like that I anyway. Say, you know what creeps on the internet? I was gonna say um, that that kind that kind of thing makes me un uncomfortable. To be perfectly honest, 
like see that I'm not against people posting pictures of like their their kid and stuff. Obviously, you know, you've you've carried this child for like you want to show it off, yeah, I get well, it. Well, you know, however, however long you carry a child for, and then, you know, um, it's, it's you know, you know, it's obviously arrived by carrier pigeon. <laughs> it's it's arrived, and, you know, you obviously want to share the news about, you know, uh, Bartholomew, <laughs> um, you know, and, you know, share the, the life of Bartholomew. I just think it's know. a bit sad, though, that these kids are going to grow up, and it's like, Oh, mum, do you have any baby pictures of us? And it's going to be, check my Facebook. It's not going to be like, oh, yeah, go look at the baby book. Oh, there's a photo album. Yeah. I was going to say, that's um, that's something that uh, me and um, me and Nicola are, are actually quite strong believers in. I believe in um, photo, photos and keeping photos. Oh, like home not... videos, like fair dues. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, um, for for me, I didn't have a home video um, growing up. You did, mm -hmm. so like I've actually seen like you know when you um, family went to like Disney, Disney World and all that, all that stuff. I didn't have that as a kid. I never had that. Like I get it's a modern age when people do do that, but it's a kiss. It's like when when's it and when 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 does it go too far? I think it's not so much when it goes too far. I just think it's sad to think that there's going to be generations of children out there that the only photos they're going to have or videos they're going to have is what the parents post on Facebook for everyone to see and it's just like that child never like they're not going to have the experience of looking through photo albums or watching home videos and mm. it's just like for me that's just kind of sad because there's certain memories that should be just between you and your family yeah it shouldn't have to be that Doris down the street is seeing your child go off to, I don't know, like, their first ever, like, school trip, like, Doris down the street don't care if your kid's gone for its first school trip, but that should be a precious memory for you and, and your and family. family. yeah. It doesn't need to be shared with everyone. But yeah, no, that that's something that, uh, that's something that grinds our gears. Is there any, do you, do you feel like this part of the podcast has been therapeutic for yeah, you? I yeah, I feel like I've got a lot of stress out. Thank goodness. <laughs> Thank goodness. It's going to be easier communicating with you tonight without having that residual anger. <laughs> I do want to talk about the engagement and wedding a little bit. I proposed to you um, several years after we first met. And people, like, like your family and stuff, were like uh, joking, oh, when are you going to put a ring on it? Yeah. Pretty, like, uh, for years prior. And I was just like, marriage is not even on my radar. Because, um, to be perfectly honest with everyone, I never thought I was actually going to get married ever. It was never on my radar. Mm -hmm. It was never on my radar. I thought I was going to live the bachelor lifestyle forever. <laughs> but what bachelor life? What, what like uh, playing cod in my playing cod in my room? <laughs> I thought you were gonna say playing cod in my underwear. <laughs> <laughs> well, well. I mean, to be fair, you have maybe a lot more civilized. <laughs> but no, like married married life was just never something that was on the horizon for me. So when I don't know years gone by, you had alluded to it quite a few times. <laughs> you mean I dropped hints of like. That would look nice on my finger. Yeah, <laughs> you know that 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 tip. I think I think this. I think that's kind of the nice thing about our relationship. It is somewhat. It's pretty much. It's like a typical a typical relationship, really. Like See, you, for you, me, marriage wasn't be all and end all. It was just I thought it would just be a nice way to show that 
we are not so much committed because I don't feel like you need a piece of paper to show you commit to someone but I think it's like that thing of we're gonna be in society's eyes a proper family uh. we're combine our two families Com combine our two families and, and have a child to unify our it's kind of like Romeo and Juliet only less tragic yeah <laughs> well not so much like that because it's not like our families hate each other like no, my, oh, no, no, my no, grandparents no, no, no. love your parents yeah and uh, and your mum likes your mum likes me my mum loves you yeah I'm like if I'm like your parents favorite child now <laughs> no. Yeah. No. If they had to pick between me, you and Katie, they're gonna pick me. <laughs> uh, for the audio listeners, uh, when Nicola said that, I kind of looked in shock, <laughs> wide-eyed. Anyway, getting onto the proposal. Um, I asked you before we were gonna go out to our friend Jordan's Halloween party. Mm-hmm. And um, like obviously you, you had alluded to you know um getting engaged and stuff like that and i was thinking like, this was like five years into our relation our relationship at this point so i was thinking oh, it's been five years i don't i'm not unhappy i'm actually quite happy we and i was also in a good place as well because i because of my job my job was really good and you know you were in um a good place you know we were both in a good place we were living together as well fair enough no no we weren't we were living at my mum's at the time, weren't we? No, because I was still at the council at the time. Uh... Uh, I was still working at the council and admin at the time. And like, I, I kind of thought, you know what, it's time to level up. <laughs> level up the relationship. Yeah. And before I proposed, I actually went out to get a ring. I actually did it. I don't talk about this very often, but I feel like I am quite a traditional person in some in some aspects. Like, I wanted to be the one who, you know, got the ring and stuff like that. I didn't ask for permission. Well, uh, traditionally, though, you asked the father's permission to marry the daughter. Yes. But obviously, not in my case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, I could have asked, I could have asked you, uh, your grandparents, but I did not. Not because I didn't want to. I, I, I was going to, I was terrified of them saying no, because it was something that I really wanted. It was, it was something I was like, I really want... I Do you really think my nana would miss the opportunity to plan a wedding? <laughs> even even though I've known your family, I knew your family five years, five years up to that point, I I was still uncertain because I, I just don't, I can't read people. Yeah. And like, you could say something and mean something entirely different. That's kind of the part of being autistic for me, which I really struggle with. But no, anyway, I got this ring. Basically, you were getting ready upstairs. I brought the ring with me when um you know you you, you know we were staying at your mum's that weekend mm -hmm. and i was dressed in my pumpkin outfit because it was a halloween party guys just for full context i was in my pumpkin outfit and you were in a pirate costume was it yeah yeah so yeah went upstairs and actually, do you want to tell the story? Because your way of telling it is much better than mine. I'm not much of a storyteller. Well, I was stood there, dressed as a pirate, finishing off my makeup. And then you were like, oh, your outfit looks nice, but it's missing something. And I was like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> and then you were like, turn around. So I turned around, you were on one knee with a ring. And I was just like, what? <laughs> I was like, no. 
Are you being serious? <laughs> I, I, I feel like I feel like that doesn't give like the full accurate representation of what happened. You explain it then. Well, you were really good up to the point where you were like, basically you were in tears. <laughs> you were sobbing. And excited. It, 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 sobbing. Well, I don't know. I don't know what the right word is. <laughs> Obviously, with the question that went, Nicola Louise Hughes, we do me the um, the pleasure of marrying me or something. I can't remember exactly what it was because we, we went out to the party and everyone was congratulating us. I was. We were both drunk. It was great. It was a fun time. Mm. <laughs> but. Yeah, that was the proposal. Basically, I know it's not, to some people, it's not the most romantic thing in the world. But for me, and well for you, actually, actually we're, you know, we do plan things out quite a lot. We kind of know what we're doing, where we're going. So I just wanted to be spontaneous. Mm -hmm. So here's my question. Were you actually surprised? I, yes, because to be honest, I thought because you you saw you don't you don't know if you'd ever want to get married mm. so like for me it was a case of like well it's probably never gonna happen well the reason why I, I think I was saying at the time I didn't think of getting married is because I didn't feel like it was important to have the title because I, I kind of felt like for status and legality it's obviously in a, a good thing but well, not so much for like like legality because now if you're with someone for a certain period of time, I think I can't remember if it's like four years or five years. Mm -hmm. If you're with them for a certain amount of time, you basically have the same rights as a married couple anyway. I guess for me, it was just um, I don't know. I just wasn't sure if it was gonna be for me. I guess not because I wasn't committed to you. That that's not it. It's, I just. I don't know. The whole idea of getting married was a, a weird thing to me, really. But yeah. So anyway, that's how we got. <laughs> that's, how we got that's how we got engaged. Uh, a little bit unorthodox um, in my proposal, the same way that I asked you out all those years ago. Yeah. So we'd been planning the wedding for quite some time. Uh, we were supposed to be married thirtieth of April, twenty twenty. Obviously, the big. <laughs> That obviously that whole thing happened, and then we rescheduled it to September, and then they were like, "No, you can only have thirty people," and I was just like, "I'm not getting married with thirty people." <laughs> yeah, I was, I was gonna, I was gonna say, yeah, just absolutely no. Not with no the amount way. of money that we would be putting into going to the venue and yeah. the registry and all the other expenses. It was like I'd rather wait and have. The, the, the amount the, of people we can have. have. Have the ceremony that we actually want to have. Because at this point, because uh, I was nervous about it, because we had to have like a set amount of people and stuff, I was nervous about it because... I didn't want to cut people either. Like, be like, yeah. oh, you can't come now, you can't come now. Yeah, well, I, I, well, uh, well, at the beginning I was nervous because obviously uh, it's a lot of people and yeah, I don't like being the centre of attention uh, in my personal life. Obviously... I think people get the wrong idea sometimes because with YouTube, obviously, I'm I'm, I'm in people's faces. I'm all over the place. I'm mm -hmm. saying like this is you know for the rights of autistic people, we must do this and you know all that stuff. But but privately, like Andy, actual like Andy, as in you know your your in your partner. You know, I'm I, I'm not really about that life. Yeah, I'm not really one for centre of attention either, which no. is making me think, why did we have, why did we plan a semi medium biggish wedding? But that's what you, <laughs> that's what you wanted, though. I just feel like if you're gonna do it, you might as well 
do not so much massive but like rememberable for us yeah but like pretty much it was all planned then obviously, well obviously you know the big C happened and uh, so it's been rescheduled to April 2021 which I'm hoping by that point the government will either just be like screw it do what you want Mm -hmm. Who cares about Rotunner anymore? Or it's going to be the case of the Pori's probably be in a second wave, so we probably won't be getting married then either. Well, I think if it comes to that point, I think we'll just have to, we'll have to sort something out. I think we should just go for it. Do the ceremony with 30 people if we have to. Yeah. And then at least it's done. If, obviously, um, we can't have the amount of people, I think we are just going to go for it in... 2021 because you know we have plans for the future i guess well obviously because it's a case of we're both getting up there in age you know staring 30 in the we're not face. we're not we're not spring chickens and i'm gonna have all uh, some older people in my audience being like huh you spring chickens yeah well, i just mean like for our future plans biologically mm -hmm. as a woman i only have a set amount of time and obviously the earlier we get cracking <laughs> the better chances we have of uh of um getting a kid by carrier pigeon yeah yeah cool <laughs> so in high demand you know it takes a while oh does it yeah couldn't sometimes it can take a couple of years oh god yeah 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 they're 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 hard to persuade those carrier pigeons <laughs> <laughs> and oh, when you hit a certain deadline ages and ages they just automatically reject your application forms oh really yeah God, that's so terrible. I know. God. Oh, God, let's get a petition going. <laughs> it's a little bit of fun. And I don't know, uh, people can get to know us a little bit more. I have some couples, like a couples round. Well, is it like Mr. and Mrs.? Uh, kind of. Um, I've basically just got some random questions and I just want to see where it goes. So, what do you think is my best quality and and I'll I'll, I'll do you mean attractive quality is in like what do I find the most oh sorry attractive about you or is it more what is your personality or best quality of whatever hmm I would say for me would be your best quality attractively is your eyes because they're beautiful <laughs> and I'd say for like characteristic or personality trait or whatever yeah. i would probably have to say the fact that you have that you you have a similar sense of humor to me so mm -hmm. that is a bonus because i've got i can have quite a dark sense of humor sometimes. i was, I was, I was gonna say it can be a, a little bit much sometimes but yes so i guess your sense of humor your eyes that's about it well that's like a physical characteristic, uh, physical attraction in a non-physical attraction. Yeah. No, that's great. That's a that's that's a great that's a great answer. Yeah. I sounded so sarcastic. Right. Right. Go on then. <laughs> What's mine? Physically, your hair. I love your hair. It's a, it's my favorite thing. Is it because it's long? It's long, and. And also, like, 
in the night you you just allow me to play with it that's just my that's like it's obviously my like, favorite favorite you know thing in the be, world do, sorry do you know what you're gonna be really sad about what? yesterday when i was doing my makeup and i was sat do like trying to do my hair i was thinking you know what i'd actually look pretty good with quite short hair because i used to have short hair when i was younger yeah yeah like i was thinking like like chin length bob cut. no <laughs> No, that's awful. I would never go back that <laughs> No, please, please don't. You, you're depriving me of a stem. I think that he's <laughs> I'd go for a lens that I could still tie up. Yeah, yeah. But I think the ends do need to get chopped off after we get married because they are getting a bit dry. No, no, that, that, that's, 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 that's fine. But that's my favourite um, quality about you in a physical sense. I just love you. I just love you. Completely. I, com yeah, but that's like my favourite part. Hmm. In terms of personality-wise... You're quite a determined person. Do you mean like I'm a Karen? Or do you mean no, like... No, oh, good God, no. Anti-socially awkward to complain to a manager. <laughs> I'd literally just bow just to leave a knuckle. No, 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 Like, um... You mean that like you, if you, I you, want something, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure I get it. Yeah, like you have a good, you have a good t determination. You, you do work, you do work hard. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's. I feel like we do have kind of like the same worth work ethic. I guess you know. I mean, if I could be a lady of leisure and lie around and watch Jeremy Kyle all day, I'd definitely take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, well, I know you would, but um, I don't know. You, you just have that. You just have like, I don't know. You just have a good sense of work ethic, and I just yeah. uh, like it really. Next question is. Worst quality. The fact that you breathe really heavy when you sleep. That's not that bad. It is bad. It's like I, sometimes bad. I can't fall asleep properly because you're like. <sighs> <sighs> it's like sort of like between a snore and a heavy breathing, but sometimes you do like do little snores. And it's just. Uh... The thing is, I never used to notice you do it. Yeah. Until like the last few months, and over the last few months. It's sort of like, I don't know whether it's because I used to fall asleep before you, so I was already in like a deep sleep way before you would go to sleep. Mm -hmm. But it's like, even now when I'm about to draw doors off and then you decide you're going to sleep. Yeah. It's like, as soon as I'm about to close my eyes and drift off peacefully, it starts. <laughs> and then I have to try and ignore it. Or I'm awake for a while until I feel so tired that I can't. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of unexplainable that one really but I'm, I'm sorry I know you can't help it it's fine I'll just I'll get over it <laughs> <laughs> you kind of you get annoyed by little things and it gets you kind of you kind of escalate it when it doesn't need escalating what are you trying to say I'm trying to say <laughs> that you know if there's something minutely wrong you know or like something annoys think... you you go, you go on about it but I but I can't say anything because I do that sometimes yeah it's not so much like, oh, I get annoyed so I make a big deal out of it. It's more probably for the fact that there's been a lot of things that's built up and then that was like the final straw and that's what's right annoyed me. Yeah. Do you feel like I complain too much? Oh, God, no. Are you trying to say that? I just nag all the time. No. Oh, okay, cool. Is there a memory that you have of me that always makes you laugh? <laughs> um... There's probably a few, um, but the most distinct one, the time you were talk we were talking about uh, but horses and you wanted 
to be a child Xavier horse. <laughs> and that is the first the one thing that always makes me laugh. Maybe because it was quite dark humour. Like the con- I won't obviously repeat the whole conversation in case it offends anyone, but yeah, it was cool. basically quite a dark sort of moment. And that's when I realised that we shared the same dark humour. And it was just like, that's actually hilarious, but also really offensive. Oh, God. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. Oh, but, but basically my mind went somewhere that... I don't think you intended it. I think oh, I but, twisted no, it. No, no, it no. It is something quite dark. I think the thing is, with me, you know, if we're talking about something, sometimes my mind just goes there and I just say it. Yeah, but it was hilarious. But it was it was funny. It was it yeah. was it was funny. It was it was com- it was comedically timed because I think over seven years there's just stuff that we've done that is just funny. <laughs> I, I I guess like that random photo I took on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I literally look like a bum. <laughs> I I I'll, I'll say I've got as my favourite by the way. Please do not share that photo. Uh, I, I won't do that. Worry. It's hilarious, but it's also embarrassing because I look like a potato mixed with a thumb. Actually, do you know what? I'm actually going to say that. <laughs> what, a potato mixed with a thumb? No, no, no. No, like, uh, basically, basically, uh, the story of this photo was I was at work, I believe. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I was at work. And then for some reason, you sent me a message. Because. Um, like I don't normally look at my phone during the day. I looked at my phone anyway, you know, and then I see a message from Nicola. I was like, all right, I'm sure it's something lovely, like, oh, I love you, or, you know, make sure you get the, the buns for tea or whatever. Like that That's typically the kind of conversations that we have over text. No, it turns out it's a picture of a face and a phone, or whatever it was you said. If, if, if. It was a mix between a potato and a thumb. Oh, I was close then. Faces, faces and potatoes. It was a mixture of my face, thing. but it was a mixture of me looking like a potato mixed with a thumb. <laughs> I saw it and I was just like, what zoomed, the hell? Because I zoomed right in on my face. <laughs> so you could literally see my eyes, my nose and my mouth. But there was like literally nothing else. <laughs> it, was, it, 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 it just looked just <laughs> so, so weird. Was it you that took the photo? Yeah. I just zoomed right in on my face and took this picture because I thought it would be funny. Oh, to, to, be, to be fair... Well, I'm trying to show you the bit of the ch- tooth that chipped. And it just sort of came out looking like a potato. Or was that before <laughs> I chipped my tooth? I don't know why you did it, but somehow it you, did, hilarious. You, you, just sent, you sent it to me. So I was just like, okay, that, that's actually quite funny. I think in my head I was thinking if I send you this, you're going to laugh out loud. And it's going to be funny because people are going to be like, what are you laughing at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, next question. Favourite memory? There's too many to choose from. Really? Yeah. Like, it could be a holiday, it could be like just... I would say the first time I went on holiday but I was dying of tonsillitis so it wasn't really the f- fondest first kick off to a holiday but it was a good holiday. I do like, I, I do remember that holiday quite well. Um, so if, um, just for context, we went to Scarborough as our first actual, like, holiday. Because you did end up recovering, I think, a few I days I was really then. ill, though. Like, the first, like, when we first got there, the only thing I wanted to do was go straight to sleep. Yeah. So I kind of felt bad because I'd, like, killed the whole first day by sleeping, pretty much. Yeah, and because I, I, I was, I, I was excited, I wanted to go and have a look around, and you were just like, oh, I'm dying! So, um, but... It was a good holiday though. To be fair, I was so ill, that was 
I've been had I've had tonsillitis before. Yeah. But I've never been that ill with it, and it like completely flawed. It's like I was like having like fever, sweats, and all sorts. Like I just oh, I wouldn't even wish that on my worst enemy. That was like the worst <laughs> horrific experience in my life. It's like the illest I think I've ever been. I can deal with throwing up, or whatever. But that was just horrendous. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, my favorite memory was Edinburgh. Mm. Uh, uh, basically, if this was 2017, I actually vlogged it. It's, it's on my uh, it's on my Indiandi channel. If anyone wants to have a look at it, but uh, I loved that holiday. I absolutely loved it. I think for me, I can't really choose holidays as necessary favorite memories because I get so stressed with the whole traveling aspect. Yeah, I know you do. So for me, it's like. I'm, I enjoy myself once I'm there, but the before getting there and then the coming back, for me, I ruin it for myself because I stress that much. When we went to Edinburgh, you was you was so stressed out because we we got off the um I can't remember what the train station is like the 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 trains not Haymarket if anyone knows the name Edinburgh but the other one. We got off there. We were staying at the Premier Inn on there, Princess Street. You were like, "I want to find the hotel. I want to find the hotel." And I was like, "Look, it's just down the road. Chill out." I've already looked up because I'm the sort of person that plans ahead. Because uh, you know, for for me, I like to know where I'm going and stuff like that. So I already Google mapped it. I think it's just because obviously I don't like going new places because I don't know where things are. I don't know how. Like, I just I don't. It's not like a comfort area for me that's why when we first went to Scarborough it was a lot better because I've been at Scarborough so many times I know where stuff is like yeah I yeah. wasn't that like stressed about it yeah and I'd been there as well but you know obviously Edinburgh the first time either of us have ever been it's like we don't know where anything is we don't know how to get anywhere that's what was stressing me out but, but the reason why it was my favourite holiday because once that was over and done with we had a, we had a great time went to Camera Obscura Edinburgh Zoo got to be with my friend Joe as well it, it was nice it was a good I thought it was I thought it was a, it was one of my favourite memories three things I've got I've just got three things written down in my llama notepad <laughs> that I bought you for your birthday yes um, I, I guess this is three things that we want to do as a couple get married have a baby <laughs> travel. I mean, I know I'm stressed, I'm stressed with travelling, but I'd like to go to America. Right, where, okay, right, right. Well, where would you want to go to in America then? Disney World. Do you know what I want to do? I want to visit every Disney World or Disneyland in the world. Really? Yeah. Do you actually want to do that? Yeah. So, obviously, I've already done Florida myself, but I'd, I want to take you. Yeah. Then I would want to do Paris, because obviously that's the next nearest one. Then maybe do California. Mm-hmm. And then there's one in Japan as well. For some reason, I thought it was Hong Kong. No, Japan. Oh, right. Actually, do you know what? That's actually quite a cool plan because I've never been to America, so I would love to go to America. I love Japan. I love the. I would love to go to Japan. Mm -hmm. I'm going to end that little question there. I think that was great. That was a great answer. Mm -hmm. Plus, if you have kids, it's something for them to do as well. Yeah, that's true. But actually, <laughs> the next question is about children. You know, what features do you think? The kids gonna have, or what would you prefer? Uh, see, what like do you mean like genetically? Uh, just um, just based on parents. Just uh, based on the parents. Both of us have su such strong family genes, like with your eye colour and stuff, and my eye colour. Mm. But I also have the curse of my family's uh, nose. So for me, I would prefer them to have your nose over my nose. Mm -hmm. I think 
height-wise, they're probably going to be tall because we're both quite tall anyway. Yeah. Obviously, we've both got quite dark hair, so it's obviously going to have dark hair. Yeah. But it's just down eye colour, because obviously my eye colour is passed down through generations. Your eye colour has been passed down through generations. Um... I think my eye colour is a mixture of my mum and my dad's. I, 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 I don't know what my dad's eye colour is. I've never actually taken the time to look. Blue. Other? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Fair enough. Brown hair? Because we're both brunette? Yeah, well, we're both brunette. Your hair's more of a darker brown than yours is like newer enough black. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. It's brown? Yeah, but it's a very dark brown. No, it's not. It is. It's just brown. It's dark, dark brown. I would say your hair's dark, dark brown. It is. Okay, so dark, dark brown. <laughs> but like I have really dark brown eyes, and and genetically, brown eyes are more is more of a dominant gene than blue eyes. Well, I've got this bet with you that you know it's it's going to be me that if my my eye color is going to pull through, because I think if my eye color pulled through. Pulls through. Yeah, but you've got to look at genetics. It's I don't quite, care about the genetics. If you have a blue-eyed parent and a brown-eyed parent, you've got a 75% chance of it being brown-eyed over blue-eyed. I'm going to take that 25% chance and run with it, and it's going to ha it's going to happen. Yeah, but I'm just saying, don't get your hopes up because the chances are probably be brown eyes. Well, see, I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I don't care. You know, I'm, I'm still going to be happy that you know a, a little mini me is going to be running around. I mean, preferably, I would actually prefer your eye colour because I think your eye colour is quite unique. Because yours is sort of like yeah. a mixture between the blue and the green. And also, everyone talks Everyone talks about it in my comment section, you know. I've told you about this, haven't I? <laughs> yeah, that people flirt with you over your eyes. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's quite creepy. It's quite creepy. But it's nice, though. It, it's, uh, I, I just, I just, because I've always had the eye colour, I just, I, I've never seen it as like anything more than that, really. But, um, but yes. To be honest, I'm just going to be happy that we're going to have a uh, uh, that we're potentially going to have a little person run around. That's that's what I'm going to be yeah. happy with. But um, I guess the question to end this couple's round is: Where do you see us in ten years' time? Well, realistically, yeah, I see us obviously together with kids, mm -hmm. probably working, trying to balance work life um, and home life. Hopefully, travelled a little bit. Yeah, because because that's something that I I really want to do. I want to like tr I do want to travel around a bit more. Yeah. Even even though you're like, no offense, no offense, you're kind of like the, the worst person to travel with because oh, you because yeah. you, you get it's it's just the travel to and from you get stressed about it. But yeah. you know, obviously, I'm that's I think that's where I'm stronger. But, mm -hmm. but um. But no. unrealistically, I'd like to say, living that millionaire lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> for me, married, kids, have a bigger house, because I, I want a bigger house, uh, mainly so I've got more space to do YouTube stuff mm. and actually have a proper setup so we can have uh, two mics going at the same time, where uh, where at the minute it just looks an absolute, it looks like a bomb site in here. <laughs> yeah, we don't have a lot of space, it's quite a small two bedroom house, and you obviously yes. think for a couple or two bedrooms that's a lot of room, yeah. but it's not really because the, the rooms are quite big, like the bedrooms, but it's just downstairs, like the living room is quite small, the kitchen's quite small, you don't really have a lot of room to put up like decor 
yeah, and, and pictures as well. Yeah, there's not like a lot of wall space, like hang stuff and that. And we, and we don't actually have cupboards downstairs. Well, we have like kitchen cupboards, but we don't have like. No, no, no cupboards. Um, like tea, like units, what, what, what like shelving. Shelving, unit. that's it. Uh, for the audio, I was pointing over to my shelves that are in my videos, the black ones, because <laughs> we were going to put them down. I think we were going to put them downstairs. At yeah, because I was going to not put like all our, our junk on it. I was going to use them to put like like ornaments and stuff on. Yeah, but now they've uh, become a iconic feature of my channel. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to well, be... Well, the idea was we were going to put, like, our books and DVDs and stuff on them, but then put, like, knickknacks on. Which then... we have done. Yeah, but it's just it's up here out the wind. Like, the bottom few shelves are just a mess. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, no, so really, in terms of uh, what we're going to do over the next ten years is just live life, get children by carrier pigeon, <laughs> um, anxiously go to places. <laughs> Good places. I feel like if I have kids, I feel like I'll be like Mama Bear. So I feel like I'll step up and be more like. You, you're. You will be the the epiphany of Mother Bear. I think I'll like, I'll start being like. I, even if I don't feel it, like for myself, I'll probably act more like act less anxious and more confident for mm. the kids' sake. Yeah. Because I wouldn't want them to be like, oh, I'm anxious and stressed because we're travelling. You know, it's it's going to take both of us to raise a raise a, a human being that's going to be respectful to other human beings and not a piece of trash human being. Yeah. But I think we can do it over the next ten years and you know have fun along the way. Uh, last question, and this is a question I ask everyone what advice would you give to someone to unmask or to express their to their true self i think as you get like if you're a younger person i feel like as, as you get older you just realize that everyone's the same people all, all have stuff going on in their lives people are insecure about different things everyone's basically in the same boat you've just kind of got to learn not to care what people think because if if like say for instance you're scared to be yourself because you like a particular thing and you don't think other people are going to like that then that's fair like yeah no. fair, fair enough not everyone is going to like that thing and some people are obviously going to be more vocal than others about not liking it but yeah. it's a case of you just need to do what makes you happy because if you hide it away and then don't do it because you think oh I'm going to be judged for it then people are just then you're just not going to be happy either way you might as well be judged but at least you're going to be happy because you're doing something you enjoy I think you've just got to try and understand that sometimes it, people deflect mm -hmm. so because it's not so much that they don't like who you are or what you're or, or the thing that you're into it's a case of they're insecure about other things in their life so it's easier for them to project that onto oh, you. Do you mean like pro project what they're feeling onto other people? So like Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think you've got to kind of get into the mindset of that, that person is obviously insecure about something or has something going on in their lives, but they're just using me as an excuse to like let out their frustration and anger or like whatever it is that they're being vocal about or judging you about because it's a case of they're probably got something that they want to do or someone who they want to be but they fear that judgment so it's easier to basically knock someone else down mm -hmm. yeah so just do what makes you happy and screw them if they can't take a joke ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, well thank you so much for coming on to my podcast thank you so much you're my very, love you're very welcome but i'm really really hungry and tired okay okay well 
Thank you very much to everyone for listening to this episode of the Unmasked Podcast. If you, you know, want to follow um, this podcast, you know, make sure you follow and, you know, check out the YouTube channel. There's a link going to be down below in the description because I upload weekly autism-related content on there on a Tuesday. And, you know, just have a look, have a gander. You know, if it's something that you like, you know, subscribe, click the bell, you know, just Follow me, you know, if you've enjoyed this podcast and you want to see more. Um, me and Nicola, I'm just going to tell you now, we're going to be doing a, a Christmas edition of the podcast. But, you know, Yay. we'll, you know, we'll, we'll I'll, I'll tell you more about it uh, later. I'm so excited it. for Christmas. She, she is. But anyway, thank you very much for listening to this edition of the Unmasked Podcast. And we will see you very soon. Take care. Bye. Bye.